0: hi okay now it's thursday afternoon 12 o'clock and then if i can get this done then i can take a rest for the week uh although i do have a series i have to start working on that's i'm hoping to do late in may you know one of my uh history uh lecture series on the history of yiddish believe it or not if somebody's interested in that but uh I was talking last time about shabbos, and I said I would mention a few different themes as it goes and it it strikes me about shabbos. I believe, I'm to say a few words about this. Today's podcast is being sponsored by Ido Lavi, uh, who formerly of Israel now Baltimore, Maryland. And um, uh, apparently a strong listener. So thank you very much, you and your family, for the sponsorship. And we should all be <clears throat> to a good shabbos. Now, um... Let me say, I was mentioning last time the difference between the Ten Commandments on the one hand and the rest of the Torah on the other. Right, that was at the time of the giving, not the giving of the Ten Commandments, but the pronouncing of the Ten Commandments, which I I believe we all know, right? And um, it's there's a lot of confusing parts about the Mountain Torah, as they call it. See, even call it Mountain Torah, you really mean Mountain Ten Commandments, or maybe not. And you know, if you go like side you go to the others, then you know. It's all a package deal when the Ten Commandments were pronounced. Someone wrote me today, you know, maybe that's the source. I don't think it is, but we said maybe that's the source of the tikkun, in which it goes through the whole Toshav, Exalam Torah, all packed together, sort of like to make, you know, the, those who have that minute to um, kind of make the argument. You know, the whole Torah was packed together on, on Shuwa. So we don't, Mechalik, uh, as you, Gaim, do, between Ten Commandments and the other stuff. It's an interesting theory. But anyway, I'll show you where I'm going with this. The, um, we all know that there are sort of two competing narratives in terms of the Agarito when it comes to Shabuas. One is a very glorious, nicey-nicey, sugar-and-spice one, and the other is not. The one that's nicey-nicey and sugar-and-spice is not and Ishmael. There are all these gemaras that say when the Jews said, Oh, pfft, the heavens open up, the angels put crowns on their head, uh, the Malchim went into retirement, all kinds of things like that. I think you're familiar with those. And those are the ones usually that are emphasized in speeches and so forth and so on. you have the uh Maharke Gigas. The God had to force him, so you better take this or I'll kill you. Or to be more exact, if you're not makabla Torah, Shom take Rastan. So, he's, like, contradictory. Tosis and others asked that question. If those are familiar, I think the Dafiomi not that long ago did Shabbos. So, you'll remember that the Gemara, what, in the uh, ninth paragraph or something like that? You know, a couple of Hekik Gigas. And what about the fact they already said Naseh Now, let me make one thing clear. Torah was given on a Saturday. The Jews said Nasa on Wednesday, the previous Wednesday. And they said Naseh on the previous Thursday. They did not say Nassim initially the day the Torah was given. This is interesting, because they're freaked, seriously freaked. That's why they say in the other account of the Ten Commandments, in Voice "Oh Moshe, you take it in Yosu, Anach, L'shmo, Ezeko Hashem, but Mosnu, we can't handle this. I mean, they were blown out of their way, right? And Tosis kind of says that, because I think many of you are familiar with this. Uh, let me pull it out here. Many are familiar with this. When it says Kafel Marke Via and Tosu says this is a peches Amid Olaf and Shabbos, Uh Avav Pisha Kvarhitim Nasim Nishma. What about the fact that the previous? You Notice know, if this is Shabbos, so two days before that they had said Nasim Nishma. The answer is Tosu suggests suggests Shema Yuchos during Kesheir or Eishag which is not so clear to me, but maybe. When Shabbos happened, and you heard Colus who broke him and this, that, and the other, freak him out, and they said, "No, no, we changed him." We didn't know it was so awesome. The Pasha way of learning that, I think, is we didn't realize when we said Naso and Isma that the penalties for non-compliance are so severe. Correct? We didn't know that. We thought we're just taking a bunch of mitzvahs. Now that we see, Eishagadola, oh yo, 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 we didn't know this. In which case what you're saying is the Nasavanishma was not fair. D- then it depends how you learn Anishma. If they meant we take this on blind faith, whatever's coming down the road, then it's no time to say later on they got scared. But if you say as they think many would, then they said Nasavanishma, they had like general ideas in mind. They didn't know this, right? They didn't know this. Aisha Gadola. Then they say, Oh, we never meant this. Therefore, God had to force them by holding a mountain over the head. In which case you have a more complex narrative. The Nasabanishma was sort of like uh, qualified, or it at least appeared to them to be qualified. And those who say Modol Rabla Raisa, that's exactly what they mean. Right? How do you say it's a Modol Rabbi What about Nasabanishma? <laughs> the answer is well, they didn't know what they're getting into, you know. Uh, you know, you might say God deceived them or fooled them or Moshe Rabbeinu fooled them. Oh, we have something nice coming down the road. And then when they saw it, they said, Whoa, we had no idea about this. And different than initial was like vitiated. You understand? Uh, there are... Now, that's one way of putting together the narrative, which we'll never know for sure. Many take this as a dialectical problem. You have Akasha. On the one hand, it says Anastasia. On the other hand, it says Kaflam Harkigigis. And there are a number of approaches... You know, the people have written down the ages to try it in. So I don't like any of them to tell you. truth. I mean, it don't sound so great to me. I mean, they're they're bigger people than I am, but I can only tell you what it appears to me. Um, but, you know, there, there are a lot of approaches on there, right? They only meant this way, not that way. Or uh, a favorite one is to say, Hashem was just telling them, it's a good thing you said not Yeshua, because I just want you to know, even if you didn't, you're going to have to do it. You know, that's that way of approaching it. And uh, do that, you know, I'm so for somebody, but the point is that you have a complex narrative. Now, uh, if you say what I mentioned the other day, by the way, they thought they're just getting the Ten Commandments, uh, that they don't mind saying, Nasim and Ishmael, but they're getting more than the Ten Commandments. Well, what do you mean they're getting more? They weren't getting more than the Ten Commandments. So, here you go, here you go. This, the idea of Koflam Kargigigis Gigas seems to strongly imply or, or support the theory that they got more than just the Ten Commandments. Or at least they got an indication that there's going to be more than the Ten Commandments. And there's a very famous uh, Medrash Rabbo, uh, I'm sorry, Medrish Tachuma, quoted often in Noach, in which there's a long discourse on this. And it's basically the idea that they were okay with the Torah Sav, but not the Torah Shabal Um Why? Why? No, it was not the Ten Commandments, but the Torah Sav, Which is an interesting approach. Why is it that way? Now, this is a Medesh Tanchum, was written thousands of years ago, in the time of the Chazal. Probably, I suppose, before the Gemara was written. No, the Medrash Kum itself is composed after the Talmud. But these Chazals, I assume, are literally from the time of Chazal, before the came to It says, very old. I'm mentioning that because when you had a Torah up literally, I mean, it's a bummer to try to become a Talmud Chalchum in those days. It's hard enough now that you have texts. When you had to memorize it and, you know, learn the hard way, it's difficult. And a lot of people dropped along the way. There's no question about that. And the marriage, Tanchuma, which again is in uh, Noach, uh, goes like this. Because uh, he's talking about Noach and the people rejected the, 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 the Torah, you know, the time of Noach. And uh, it says, and If you want to learn, you have to learn through a Spartan schedule. You have to live through Tsar, of a Torah Amel, as the famous uh, um, Pirkei us The main event on Shavuos was the Torah Now, it does not say that, but it's saying but that's what I meant. Okay. As a matter of fact, the opposite. The fact that just talks about the Ten Commandments, doesn't talk about the rest of the Five Books of Moses, <laughs> indicates, you know, from that itself that, uh, you know, the iker wasn't simply those Ten Commandments, but something bigger than that that we would be calling Teresh Pet. So you already started to hear about that uh, on tshuos. Um Because it says, Ki Al-Pi HaDroim I emphasize the word Ki Al-Pi, Pi, Ba'l-Pet. HaDroim Ela Karatei Chabris, V'Yamra Chachamem, and here's a nice piece of rhetoric. Lo Kasev HaKadosh Baruch Torah, it doesn't say it says Alpi Hajwarmela. It doesn't say leman Hajwarma. Velo Ba'avur Hajwarmelah. Felo Beglaw Hadwarmela. Ella Alpi Hadwarmaila. So Alpi means the oral law. Vizui Tershaw Pep. She kosha The Tershava Pep. Let's say the I'll use a language that you will understand. What about before Rashi existed? Had <laughs> you learned the Mar Ain't bummer, There's no Rashi in the Word scroll or nothing. And now go master it. You see what I'm saying? Go figure that out. Don't tell me now you have all these extra tools. Rashi, Tosim, Rasha, and so forth. And Kalbukharin nowadays. Try but before all that existed. Shukosha lalimud. gadol. And learning, if you're not so successful at it, is a choshech world. Isn't that remarkable? ha'om or-g-do. that's a fantastic pus against Shayohu the people that walk in darkness saw orgado which means that uh, you know until you figure out shot in the sugiib he goes through a lot of roadblocks and, and and problems and you walk in darkness until you break through to the light well a lot of people don't get that far orgado okay if you saw the orgado no, is at the end, you've got a terrace you figure it out, then you feel great. But until then, it's very tough and very hard, and very depressing, and very demoralizing. That's a chashach. Isn't it remarkable? So this they all perceived, according to this medrash, on Shavuos. It wasn't so simple. They saw the lightning, and the thunder, and the voice of God, and the sound of the chauffeur and all the other business. And according to this, al piyat var God not only pronounced the Ten Commandments, but he said, I got a lot of complex material coming your way, and it's not going to be simple at all, and only those who are willing to be a be toro, and chai will see the orgadol at the end. That's scary. Right? That's the matter the in Noach. That, they wouldn't accept. In the we thought, you know, a bunch of rules. This whole process of what we call the Talmudic process and the dialectics, and you have to put together different gemaras and suggis and kashas and truts and this and that and the other, are you vague? Do you actually think that he had to force him by holding a mountain over the heads with the Torah shabikzav? Halamisho on a When they heard... Back on Thursday, the the Torah, they all thought it was something limited, a text. They didn't know it's not a text, it's oral, and therefore it's infinite, because every new case is a new situation. In in a rose. This is obviously not taking the point of view that every vort that's ever been thought of was already said to Moshe Ben Sinai. That's a big debate in the Middle Ages. The Ramah would say, no, they just got Cholim, and then every subsequent Talmud Chacham and Basin. Has to sort of apply the clause to specific cases, and others say no. Every possible scenario was already done before. That's like infinite. So if that's the case, people say, "Oh my God, what do we get ourselves into?" The Chumash, or Ten Commandments, or something, is a is a limited task. It's like mastering a you know a a medical book, a textbook. It's not easy, but it can be done. It can be done. You can memorize the chummas, so to speak. Ela alatosh v'apel shi'esh bo dikduke mitzvos v'kal v'chamores. The Torah said, the Gemara is already hard. You got cautious and thorough in kal v'chamores. V'hi azo kamoves v'kasha kishol kinaso. Here is a chazal. This is already not nicey nicey. We are used to hearing. Um, speeches, as far in them, you know, mimers, how beautiful and wonderful the Tershah about is, how gewaltic it is. Boy, that's all I ever heard when I was in yeshiva. Rabbi Ruderman, basically that was his speech on every occasion. You know, just added a little extra. If it's Hanukkah, you talk about how great the Tershah is from a Hanukkah point of view. If it's Pesach, you do from the Pesach point of view. If it's Tishavah, it's all about Tershah B'alpeh, about tersh B'alpeh, about well, okay, for somebody like him who finally saw through the darkness and got to the light, yeah. what about everybody else? And here you have a Chazal itself. I repeat this, a Medestan Chumam, which is describing the Torah Shabbat as, It's like death. Right? It's hard. It's not simple. Of course, there's an elite out there that will be brilliant and will say, Gvaldik, we take this one as a challenge. So there are some people that God did not hold, have to hold their mountain over their heads. It would have done it anyway. You know what I'm saying? So there were certain very smart people that when they saw on the, uh, 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 you know, on, on Shavuot this morning, uh, the Torah Shabal Pet coming down the line, they said, oh, this is great. It's a chance for me, you know, to throw myself into a great challenge. Uh, maybe there was some Hasidim. It doesn't sound like that. Maybe there was some Hasidim at that time. I mean, the old words, Hasidim. It's Oh, I went to Vegas, all, dvakes, all that, but most of the people don't like that. The women, for example, you know, most of the people don't like that. Most of we said, What did we get ourselves into? What are we getting ourselves into? You see, all of a sudden, she was becomes a more complex phenomenon. Now, it's obvious that these agaritas and descriptions don't take into account the total variety of responses from 600,000 men and another 2 million women and children. That's push it. Right? I mean, some people, like I said before, didn't need to hold mountain over their head. I'll give you an example. Moshe Ara, I don't think you need to hold that mountain over their head. But plenty of people, you did. I mentioned yesterday, and I mentioned before, that uh, famous story of um, the Gerrit Sedeck, Avon ben Avram Ben I did it last night in Shul. Um, you know, uh, Count Petotsky. I did a podcast in a long time ago, on Shabuas. Because according to the story, if it's true, according to the story, he was burned at the stake on Shavuos. There are all kinds of historical things back and forth in this, literally back and forth. But let's go with what we have. And the story is that he was from a noble family. I think you know this. And a Jew told on him. And he was arrested by the church. But because he was such a chashar family, they gave him a way out. They said, just plead temporary insanity and you'll get out of this. And he wouldn't do it. And so he was burned at the stake. He insisted on being burned at the stake. Yeharg Yavu, you know. He burned at the stake. Kiddush Hashem. And the Jews of Vilna, as you know, took it really as a big Kiddush Hashem. You know, they buried near him and all that. Now, um, the story goes that the Vilna Gon, who was there, uh, it's in the 1740s. If it happened to him in the 1740s, I went to him and said, where would you get this um, uh, Moral strengths You know, I mean, I'm amazed You know, I'm Jewish If you're, if you had a Nefesh role, You know Habit al You know, okay, you come from albany and sorrow you know, I get it, but you're a ger Ger said it, no question about it A very high, madrigo. very high madrigo But where'd you get this from? And the story goes that he answered Like this They don't want when God first took the toe round to all the other peoples and they rejected it, he said not everybody rejected it. For example, he went to the Arabs and what does they say, don't steal or something like that, whatever the Gemara is. Some of us said yes. But majority said no. You know, he went to the other one and said, Don't uh, kill. Some of us said, We'll take the Nas of yeah, Most said no. By the Jews, most said yes. But most. Which means even by the Gaim, as well as the Jews, this story reflects the idea that there's a variegated reception history for the Sinaitic experience. Some reacted this way, some reacted that way. <laughs> and how Hashem did it, you know, and there are many Midrashim which said, "Call Hashem call Hashem bahadur. everybody heard the voice that he or she heard. Didn't hear exactly the same way. And I take that to mean they heard the same thing, but we all react to it differently. Not to compare but if you ever given a speech or a drusha, you know very well, you give one speech, you mean it one way, they hear it another way. Three people, each one hears it a different way. That well, happens all the time if you're in the speaker business or the rabbi business. You were talking about uh Hodu and they hear Kush. You understand? Know and one guy hears this and a lady hears that. That's how it goes. So when they heard the Kol Ham, it's a very good experience. But what we're seeing over here is that for a lot of people, it what they heard was bad news was uh, you know, named <laughs> Not really. They heard. Uh, I'm reading the Chazal. the uh, According to them, the Saturday when Shabbos happened was a, a a terrible day. You saying? and they only did it because kaflam harkegigis. And so, what did they get rid of themselves into? Uh, these are the people, obviously who later on made a golden calf because there is a Medrash in Pisiso, I remember Medrash Rabo which says, you know, did they mean it? They didn't mean it. Some say they meant it for a day or two. Some say they meant it for 35 days, 40 days. That's why when that time expired, they made a golden calf. And one of the opinions is and said to Sefda actually, Tosefta, which says even when they said it, they didn't mean it. Even when they said it, they didn't mean it. Meaning what? When they said Nasim and Ishma, I don't think it means they didn't mean it. I think they had no idea what they're getting into, <laughs> right? I, th- I think that's how to read it. The Pashim tried to say they didn't mean it; they lied. There is a pasuk that says, "Um, this again." I repeat, it's a, it's a Safta. There's a famous pasuk in Tehillim, in chapter seventy-eight, uh, Capital Seventy-eight, when it says, "Vayefatu befiham elbushan ichazulov." That they lied, they seduced God, that they, with their tongues, they lied. Right? The only thing is, That's the famous pussy we say at um, every day in, in, in um, Domining, of course. It's also interestingly the pussy that they whip somebody to, isn't that right? You three times, gives you 39 lashes. I'm sure somebody, some enterprising rabbi, can. Make a nice speech out of that. But I repeat, it turns out, you know, um, that this was beyond, I mean, not for everybody. And the Medrash goes on to say, Listen to that. The only people that could appreciate this ter-shaval Pest stuff, which is vast and dark for most and all the rest of it, were what you call the Chassidim, meaning the pietists, who says, <laughs> Now, that's a command, but it's easier said than done. Uh, in fact, the way we usually define Chassidus is these are the ones that go lift him shorts short said Correct? Right? Lift him shorts short said right? I mean, rhetorically it sounds nice, but that's a hard one to be Mekayim. You know what I'm saying? So, he yeah, had 600,000 men and so and so many million other people who had no yeshiva training, so let me use that word. You know, no chinuch. They were slaves in Egypt. Yet yeah, they saw Nisan and the Floss, that is true. And they saw Kriyas Yomzib, that is true. Nevertheless, <laughs> They're coming with with shall we call it a public school education, and now they're being shown the Torah Shavapar, and it's freaked them out. It's choshech, it's Koshech kishol. Those who were already holding by the madrega, how many were like that? I mean, I'm wondering myself. If you tell me Moshe and Aaron and Nachshem ben you know, it's always a few. You get as it, a few, who? was already holding by the Madriga a few weeks after they left Egypt. And by the way, that Pusik doesn't come, as you know, until, um, what is it, in, in the Devarim, right? Right? Wasn't it at that, that, that time? And the Medrash is telling us to be Mekayim, the acceptance and to throwing yourself into Toshavapet is only going to be somebody particularly before Rashi came along. You know what I mean? Like I said before, this is not taught about you have the Masifta, and you have the Art Scroll, you have the Shteynzah, all the rest of it. It's hard with that too. But it makes things a lot easier. You no know, kudos, <laughs> right? No punctuation. And those days, it wasn't even a text. It was all oral and done in different ways. Uh, only person that to commit himself to say, I'm going to spend years and years to try to master this stuff, that's got to be Bechol Bav chol, chol, nash, chol, and you're telling me that Hasidus was demanded uh, from everybody. Men, women, and children. When I seen because that's that's from Hargigis. That's he held a mountain over the head. And so you see that what I'm going with this is we have to understand Shavuos as, as a glorious occasion, but it's a complex occasion. <laughs> right? And who says the people walked away saying this was Givaldic? obviously a lot of people said walked away saying like this we didn't know what we're getting ourselves into this is scary this is scary right and the holding a mountain overhead is scary right now it could be that it's true uh looking back historically God was not wrong because he says in <laughs> which of course means if you throw yourself in the tur path and create a culture like that in the civilization, mutov. vimlav. if you abandon the Torah shall the of it, right? then, you know, that'll be the end of Judaism. Uh, that'll be your cover. Uh, which history has shown? Let's put it this way. I mentioned this the other day. Most Jews today are holding by Shamte te'ikurashan. Their children are intermarrying, you know, it's, uh, it's over. It's just over. They don't see a problem with it. Right? And uh it's a truism on the other hand well, Shavuos is a is, is a sobering and scary occasion I want to leave you with a good vort and that, as I saw in the shaman Simbalacha on Dimar I haven't liked that book and it's from the dershoni I think it was hold on um the Yaalka Dershoni. He was one of the big rab. One of them in Hungary. He died eighty-nine years ago in the golden age of Hungary. He was one of the big rushes. He was in Ludush. You don't know where that is. It's in Transylvania. Anyway, he says a good vort. He says the but kiblu Why did you do bemiachasresh? Right. So this is a good I'll be drush. He says like this: the Iker atam shalorotze bnei Israel Kabla Torah. You could learn it not along the way I said until now. It's just a just it, Right? On this Shabuas, the Jews didn't want to take the Torah. Because it was caused anti Semitism. That's actually based on the fact, as the Rambam says so famously, quotes so famously, that as soon as the Jews got the Torah, they started anti Semitism. Simply because, why'd God pick you and not me? You understand? By the simple fact of choosing to give the Torah, However you understand that the Ten Commandments, the fact that he had a, a, a date with this girl and not with that girl gets all the other girls angry, right? My har sinai she It's a sinai from the word sinah. So you could say you could say that the reason they had to hold a mountain over their heads is because they're afraid, oh, by singling us out, you're going to make us hated, and you're going to expose us to Hitler's for the next 10,000 years. My har sinai she the And they thought that with all these laws in the Torah which set which separate us out from the government can't eat with them, drink them, and so forth, then um it's gonna cause uh, anti Semitism. But if we could socialize with them, then there wouldn't be anti Semitism, right? You know, The fame this is a good vote. Right? But in the time of Achashir, why is the expression? Why does it say or something like that? Because by Achashir, they took eight at his party, right? There was socialization, socializing. Didn't save him from extermination. And therefore, the Jews said after the experience of Achashir, since they're going to hate us no matter what, and that's why I called it the Kiblu of meah That's a nice. You can say that one over, you know, at the table if you need a speech or something like that. Because as we all know, uh, unfortunately, anti-Semitism is uh, is not simply because you know there are all these rules against socialization. But ultimately, with uh, the, 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 the choosing of one people, Klai's role, over the others, by definition that has to make anti semitic because why do you pick him, and not me? You understand? Know so I say that sort of end on a Drushy kind of art, but I do want to leave you with the thought that, um, as we just saw, Shavuos was experiencing something kind of scary. And when they said Nassimish a couple days before, they had no idea what they're getting into. And when they heard it, they mama freaked out, which is actually an interesting way, to think as an adult, not as a kid, about this uh, Shavuos experience. Is that why they left the story out of the Torah? I don't know, you know, because as I say all the time, it says man mountain Torah but doesn't say it in the Chumash. It works out, of course, you know, but you know what I mean. When it talks about Shavuos and the Chumash, it talks about the carbonas, and so forth. Don't talk about the Zman Matan Torah but there are a million answers to that. I'm sure. What I said today has got to be somewhat part of that whole story. And with that, I wish you a good week. Once again, I thank you to leaving the family and all of our sponsors. And now I'm going to take a break for a few days. For sponsorship opportunities or to support this podcast, please visit our donate page at www.support.com. Dot Rabbi